Welcome to the Naturopath Next Door podcast, an unfiltered health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast without the fluff. I'm your host, Pam, naturopath, nutritionist, personal trainer, and owner of Pam Heard Naturopath. Hello, and welcome to episode number nine of the Naturopath Next Door. At some point during our lives, the majority of us have wanted to lose weight, myself included whether it's for health or just simply we want to feel better. It can be a roller coaster of a ride with many highs and lows, but we all want to feel confident in our own body and look in the mirror and really like what we see. In this episode, I chat with Nikki Hammond, who's a mindset weight loss coach. She works with women who feel out of control around food. She teaches women the alternative to emotional eating and a kinder way to lose weight permanently. Welcome, Nikki. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Pam. So, first of all, I really wanted to know why did you become a mindset weight loss coach? Well, the thing that really got me interested was the the life coaching part of it. And when I was feeling really out of control in my life, so being a mum, being in a job where I was really questioning how could I do more, also having an addiction to chocolate that was a big part of it as well and I realized that um, I needed to find a solution and I went searching online and actually found a podcast and the podcast is the life coach school by my master coach Brooke Castillo and in a period of about three months I started just binge listening to her podcast and everything in my life started to change like I started to get control over the binge eating of my like you know not not feeling out of control around chocolate I started to just change in lots of different ways in my relationships and feeling better and enjoying my work more and my husband just looked at me and was just saying what are you doing <laughs> I'm just listening to this podcast. He's going, it's amazing. And she runs a certification program to teach people how to become life coaches. And so in 2017, I went and I flew to America and signed up to her program and learned how to be a life coach and a certified as a, as a, as a weight loss coach as well. And so through doing that work, I've just really enjoyed working with mums and helping people where they think that they're out of control, but showing them that actually they totally can control their lives and, and feel better about themselves. Yeah, I think all of us have had some corner, like kind of struggle or some kind of personal story where we have felt out of control, not only in our food, but obviously in other areas of our life as well. And, you know, um, you mentioned being a mum. I think probably when it comes to body image, pregnancy is the biggest change for us and we really struggle to feel confident in our own body with all the changes that occur. Do you, do you notice that? I don't work with mums who are pregnant, but I think that afterwards when mums' bodies do change and our hormones are also changing and then we think back to how we, you know, our body was previously and so there's a lot of mental work there, a lot of thoughts that are happening, a lot of belief systems that are changing. And so what I want to help women do is to feel confident about their body but also understand that, in order for them to create a body that they want, they, they have to find self-acceptance right where they are and start loving their body in order to take care of themselves sustainably. Yeah, absolutely. Like I know when I was younger, I was playing competitive hockey um, at the West Australian Institute of Sport. Now, you know, as a 15-year-old girl, I was constantly told that I was too fat, right? So you can imagine how that has an effect on people just in general, but let alone somebody so young. And do you, like you mentioned in there, you know, you have this old story. Do you find that that's kind of a pattern with your clients? 
Yes, absolutely. And like the work that I do is all around our thoughts. And for so many of us, those thoughts were created when we were younger, like you said, in te- when we're teenagers or even when we're children. And so some of those thoughts that are sitting there have become automatic. We've thought them so many times that we don't even realise that they're there. And, and so we can't, we can't really get authority over them. So we just live at, at the effect of those thoughts and not even really realising that maybe they're not even logical. Maybe they don't even make sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we're our own worst enemy as well, aren't we? We think one thing in our mind, but then other people have this different perspe- like perception of us. Yeah. You know, particularly when it comes to body image, we think, you know, I know personally people sit in front of me and go, oh, I'm really overweight and, you know, quite fat and everything. And in their mind, you know, that's how they feel. But then looking at them, you're like, you know, no, I don't actually believe that. Yes. One of the things that's really core to my coaching is that everything around us is actually neutral. So like everything, our bodies are neutral. The, the, the number on the scales is neutral until we have a thought about it. And the thoughts that we have are a beautiful thing because that's what makes us human. But we do have a choice around the way that we think about it. Do you think that social media plays a part in triggering our thinking though? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think, I think yeah, I think that's, that is true, that social media does play a role. But I also think that it doesn't have to. Like I think often it's our interpretation. And like, like I just said, it's all neutral. And if we explore the, way, the reason why we're thinking that thing and make, what, what we make it mean about ourselves, so maybe it's a comparison thing, like a, a compare and despair or um, whatever it might be, I, I think that is optional, but I, don't, I think it is healthy for us to know ourselves. And so sometimes taking a break from, you know, using social media, if it's not affecting you, can help you, like, get clarity, learn more about yourself and, and focus on what you want to be thinking on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. There's always a lesson somewhere along the line, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> And what do you find that most people, you know, when it comes to feeling confident in their own body, what what is one of the main triggers for them or what is like the main story that they keep telling themselves? I think for everyone it's it's really different, but a lot of people... They, they, they make it mean something about them and often all the work that I do comes back to a place of worthiness. And so we end up getting on this kind of treadmill because we think once we get into that body where we can wear that bikini or that dress and people will see us out there and we, then we can be the mum that we want to be or the human that we want to be and be vital and happy. And that's a lie. Like that, that's just not the truth. That's just the way that we're thinking about it. And so what I want to like help women see is like you could just acknowledge it for yourself right now. And so whatever belief you have about your body, for instance, most people who are working on weight loss or the people who who want to lose weight are usually thinking having negative thoughts about their body. And so often what I offer them is what if you were just to go to neutral instead of thinking like I'm ugly, I'm disgusting, I'm out of control, which is something that a lot of people think is like, I can't control myself around food. What if you were just to think like I'm human and I have a body that's neutral. That's like a baseline that we can all believe. So instead of having those negative thoughts, we think that. And also instead of just creating a positive affirmation, because positive affirmations often do the opposite for us. So if we just go, oh, my God, I'm beautiful, I'm amazing, and we don't truly believe it, if we're like rainbows and daisies, what happens is we find all the reasons why it's not true and it does the opposite for us. 
So when we can create a new mindset in a way that really resonates with us, in a way that feels honest and true, that's where you can have like permanent change. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And that's some really practical tips around, you know, feeling more confident in your body is that self-acceptance as well. And do you find that, you know, people just have, I don't know, like the penny drop or an epiphany and they just completely transform like, you know, how confident they are and how they, um, you know, go through life? Honestly, I I think that can happen. Yeah. But most of us, it's it's like the little steps. Yeah. It's just a thought at a time. And we have those aha moments which are like, wow, I get it. But our brain, the way it's designed, like the primitive part of our brain is really like it likes being efficient. It likes – so it doesn't like doing work. It likes to be lazy. And it, you know, seeks pleasure. So it loves eating sweet things. It loves, you know, doing all those things. And it hates – discomfort so it hates the pain of the deprivation of not having those delicious things and so I think that it's not just a one-stop shop it's like us taking those small repeated actions over time to, to to change our mindset to change who we are but what you find is that when you take those small actions yes the the impact is huge but it's it's those small actions I think yeah, so you notice that, you know, people have to get uncomfortable. Is that something that you always prepare somebody for with their weight loss journey? Because it's, it really isn't easy for, you know, somebody just to stop eating your food at times and be like, oh, yeah, I'm five kilos lighter. <laughs> it's not really yes. re- realistic, is it? No, it's not. And I think people who, just, who sell something and say that it's really easy or it's, like, not going to be challenging, like, I, 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 I'm sceptical. <laughs> So the way that I think I say it is it's like it's simple but it's not easy. And so the thing that happens is that the main discomfort that we have is the emotions that we're going to feel along the way. And so what the reason why people overeat is to avoid negative emotion. So they don't want to feel like the frustration, the sadness, the anxiety, so they go and eat. They create that temporary momentary pleasure and they avoid it temporarily. But then what happens is the, the emotion's still there plus they're putting on weight. So we create this like kind of loop effect where we just keep on making the situation more uncomfortable for us. Yeah. So if we're willing to feel those emotions, one, or even to feel what an urge is, which is just like an emotion as well, all the deprivation of not having the food, that's where, that's the discomfort. And so what I teach is the discomfort when we, when, we, when we have an emotion, our primitive response is you're going to die. Because if you think back in primitive times, like if you felt rejected from a, a, from a group, you were like pushed out. If you felt afraid, you could have been eaten by a tiger. Like all of the emotions triggered a survival response. And so still, like when we feel deprived, that's triggering a survival response in us, which is why so many women feel like it's life or death to like eat that chocolate cookie. It doesn't make rational sense but that's actually what's going on for them. <laughs> like, it's good to know, right? And so if, so if they know that and then they can just rationalise that and be like, no, it's okay. And what I teach is for how, you, how to process those, that discomfort, how to process and allow emotions. That's a really big part of what I teach. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that obviously turning on that um, survival response you know, that makes you hold on to weight as well, you know, when you're looking at from a hormonal perspective and, you know, that's something that I tell people that, you know, you could be eating 100% clean and doing all the right things, but if you are in that response all the time, you're actually not going to lose weight. 
you know, you have to be really mindful about how busy you are because you don't necessarily have to be stressed for that to be turned on. It can just be that busyness. And, you know, that busyness leads to people not making conscious decisions about their food as well because they're just grabbing whatever is on the go or is quick and easy and they're just like, oh, whatever's going to fill that void to make me feel full really. Is there, you know, any other practical tips that you would give people to help them feel confident in their body? Tell them feel confident. So, so what I've been talking a lot about is how we think about our body. So confidence comes from our thoughts about our body. So the first of all, the first tip I would say is to be aware of what you're currently thinking. And this is, this is what, I, what coaches do, and it's really uncomfortable. It's like shining a light on people's thoughts. And, and they're the nasty thoughts. It's like get all the ugly out. Get it all out. Put it on a piece of paper. Write it down. But what the second part of this is to be compassionate and curious. So don't beat yourself up for having that thought. The thought is simply a sentence in your brain. And so if you're curious and you say to yourself, gee, I wonder why I'm saying that about myself, like, and be compassionate, like, have kindness, like, of course my brain's going to say that. It's actually trying to protect me because that's what our brain does. It tries to find all the problems with us so it can get it better, but it doesn't serve us. It does the opposite. It kind of like is, is a way of beating ourselves up. So if we can follow that, just be aware, create awareness, be compassionate and curious, and then decide on purpose what you want to believe. And so my biggest tip would be for anyone that's really struggling with weight today, go to the neutral, like practice, literally practice the thought, I have a body, I'm a human, if that's better than what you're currently thinking. You could go to the place where if you, I like my body or like I'm an amazing human, if that resonates, but think of something. And the more that you can practice that thought just by saying it in your mind, reading it out loud, putting it on a sticky note in the fridge, the more that thought is going to resonate you and that's going to be like something that comes up automatically for you. Yeah, that's a really practical tip. Um, And because I always say to people as well, you know, when they're looking at changing their food, it's, you know, reframe it of, of how am I best going to nourish my body to get the most out of my day? Mm. In, instead of, you know, thinking oh, I'm just eating for the sake of eating, but, you know, what is going to benefit me the best so I can be the best person, I can be the best mum, I can be the best person at work and, you know, all of those factors. Is that something that you try and encourage people to look at as well? hundred percent looking at our why so if our why is so that I'm enough like the thoughts that I was telling you about before what happens is like it's like pushing a rock up a hill it's like so hard because we're like pushing ourselves and beating ourselves up to create weight loss when we come from your perspective which is like this is going to nourish my body it's going to make me feel amazing I can have energy that's that's really that abundant mindset and it, it means that we move towards our goal like it just draws us towards our goal so it's, it's all about loving your body and accepting your body and then finding a reason that really feels amazing. And I think what you just said is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I'm a huge believer in living as well, you know, to a certain extent, you know, my diet's not perfect. You know, if I want to have a piece of dark chocolate, then I will allow myself. And, you know, is something that you do is to let go, like you did mention about letting go of that guilt associated with that, you know, that must be really big for people. Yeah, and I guess I don't. I think what what I teach is not to take pleasure out of your life, but be conscious about the way that you create pleasure. And so, one of the things that we do is like we create, you know, a, a joy eat. So something where we choose ahead of time to eat something that's delicious, just purely for the joy, which is so fun. Because the opposite is when we're just eating on default and we're not 
planning ahead of time and we're eating this delicious thing, but we're beating ourselves up and we're not even really enjoying it whilst we're eating it. And so this is just like consciously deciding, like, do I want to get food from joy? And how often do I want to get food from joy? And if I'm not just receiving, you know, the pleasure of food, where else can I create pleasure in my life? So the, like, I just think it expands people's lives holistically. Not, it's not just about the food. It's like, what else in life can you love and appreciate and create this relationship with yourself, like an, an understanding of yourself to create a, love, a life that you love and a body that you love? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really important. Um, Because I also think as well, the last thing that we want people to do is feel so deprived that they go and binge and they just, you know, go and consume everything and anything that they absolutely want. So yeah, creating that, you know, that meal that they really love and they're going to look forward to, but then knowing, okay, we're not going to use food in that way every single time is so important. And I think the difference between the binge eating, the binge eating comes from using willpower and willpower is when you kind of have that those two thoughts like I want it but then you shouldn't eat it like you're holding yourself back you're resisting it whereas if you change your mindset and you use like the thoughts that you came up with it was like I I I really want to eat this food to nourish my body there's no resistance because you're doing it on purpose you're thinking those thoughts and drive like just moving towards what you actually want it's being honest with yourself as well and so people might come to me and be like you know honestly I want to I want to eat chocolate every day. I'm like, cool, but I want you to like your reason. It's like, if you like your reason, go do it. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think, you know, we got to we have to create some like you say pleasure in life because if we take all of that away, then we're just it's just the grind essentially, isn't it? It's just like yeah. get up in the morning, let's go. Don't feel happy, don't do anything that feeds our soul. We're just like, yeah, right. Let's go to sleep and do it all again tomorrow. Yeah, but it is interesting to question ourselves about how much we want to use food for that pleasure. And, like, the, the mind stuff about it is also around, like, the dopamine effect. So when we have something that's really delicious and rich, like, so something like chocolate, our dopamine goes through the roof. And so as, as like, a human species, our dopamine wasn't designed to do that. Uh, we were supposed to have, like, kale and a berry and sex and warmth. And so... Now we have like Netflix and porn and shopping online. Like we just get mega dopamine hits. So it's so it's all it's, a, it's all of those things as well. It's like how do you want to get? How do you want to like operate in your life? You get to decide on purpose, which is so fun. That's the fun part is that you get to decide. Oh, absolutely. And you know our lives are so accessible these days with our phones are constantly attached to us. I mean, there's a notification going off for of Facebook, email, all of these kinds of things, and you can see how people, you know, not with just food, but the addiction and how what you teach people can really, like you said, just flow on effect to other areas of your life. If people want to find out a little bit more about you. Where can they head to? Sure. Um, I have an Instagram account. Nikki Hammond underscore coaching or a Facebook page Nikki Hammond coaching or my website which is www.nikkihammond.com awesome (laughs) awesome all the links will be down below as well so if you want to um you know catch up with Nikki or reach out to her then that'll all be posted below as well so um thank you so much for your time today I really appreciate it I'm sure that a lot of people will get some takeaways from that I hope so thanks Thank you so much for listening to the Naturopath Next Door podcast. 
If you are loving what you're hearing, I would really appreciate it if you hit subscribe and leave a short review. Also, if you've learned something this episode, make sure that you share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, Pam underscore naturopath. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a really good day and I will catch you next week on The Naturopath Next Door.